Take a break from your busy schedule and join Harold Sala for Guidelines for Living. When you greet someone, do you say, hello, howdy, or just, hi there? It may depend on your age or your culture or the person to whom you are addressing. Yet greetings and farewells are meaningful and important. In ancient days, the Greek word for greeting was a salutation that meant joy. Their word for greeting or hello came from the stem of the word joy. So in keeping with their culture and their optimism, they put the accent on pleasure and wished the same to their countrymen. The Romans, on the other hand, used the word for strength when they greeted someone. Their greeting came from a word that meant to be strong. So when they greeted someone, they were wishing a choice virtue for that person, strength. Joy and strength. These are admirable virtues, but at times in life, neither is enough. Surely it must have been for that reason that Jesus chose a different term of greeting. His favorite expression was, Be of good cheer. What Christ said took joy and strength, combined them, and elevated them to a new level. To the fearful disciples who thought that death was imminent when they saw him walking on the water, he said, Be of good cheer. To the man sick of the palsy, he offered the greeting, Be of good cheer. When the disciples were worried and fear-struck about the future, Jesus said so calmly, Be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. But the question you have to face is this, Is there any reason to be of good cheer today? Is that a message for us? Some say no. They believe that life is just what you make of it, and for the most part, they think it is a pretty grim sort of affair. The world has always had some who were gloomy-eyed pessimists. Some individuals have nothing over which they can be of good cheer. Now, if you push God out of your life, then you've got to create your own cheer. And when that isn't possible, there's not much to live for. It's no wonder that the philosophers have tried quite unsuccessfully to make rhyme out of reason in life when the very men who wrote the books eventually gave up on it themselves, Frederick Nietzsche being foremost among them. But if Jesus did anything to change the course of history, there is no foundation for the despair of pessimism. The Christian message of hope and purpose centers in what Jesus was and did. If he did anything to alleviate guilt and despair, frustration and fear, anxiety and turmoil, if he did anything to remove our sin, there is reason to look up and to trust him. Following the death of Christ, the disciples hit the bottom of despair. With sadness, they said, We thought it was he who would have redeemed Israel. In other words, we hoped it was, but we were wrong. And their disappointment was swept aside, though, by the message of the women, He has risen. And one more time those words were heard on earth, Be of good cheer. Those words, Be of good cheer, He has risen, became the watchword of the first century Christians. They greeted each other, saying, Be of good cheer, Christ is risen. To you who have never discovered that Christ's influence didn't end with his death at the hands of the Roman soldiers, he is still saying, Be of good cheer. Whoever believes on me shall never perish, but shall have the light of life. He can take the darkness in your life and turn it into light and joy, and the sadness into joyfulness 
as you hear his words, be of good cheer, friend. I have overcome the world, and so can you. You've just heard Guidelines for Living. For more practical and inspirational messages, visit guidelines.org. If you find our devotionals helpful and would like to share them with others, consider supporting our ministry with a donation. Again, that's guidelines.org. Thanks for listening to Guidelines for Living.